You're about to listen to a new episode of Audio Signals. Get ready to take a journey into the known, the unknown, and everything in between. Recorded at no specific point in time nor space, ITSP Magazine's co-founders Marco Cipelli and Sean Martin follow their passion and curiosity as they venture away from the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society to discover new stories worth being told. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Blue Lava is the first business platform for CISOs to manage their security program. Blue Lava guides security leaders to effectively measure, optimize, and communicate their security program with confidence and ease in one platform. Learn more at bluelava.net. All right, Javier, the red light is on. We are recording, and this is uh, Audio Signal, which is that channel that I like to remember everyone that it was born by the idea that we don't always have to talk about technology, cybersecurity, and society, but uh, I like to talk with people that I want to learn about, uh, that they do things that interest me and uh, other than interest Sean, which of course is not here today. And uh, lately, as you know, um, I've been inviting a lot of people from uh, the Mentor Project, which is this organization that I've joined not too long ago that is about, yeah, you guess it, mentoring. And uh, I have met so many cool people that I feel like even if we never met, because maybe we're far from each other in the world, I feel like we have established a really good relationship. So I, I invite them to come on the show and we talk about what they do and who they are and what there is on the horizon for them. So today I'm bringing Javier Sabas Francario from Buenos Aires. How are you, Javier? Hi, how are you, Marco? No, I am feeling well, excellent. I have to tell you that uh, my name is very Spanish, as you realize. Um, for you that they are a Latin person, it's easy to pronounce. But in all Spanish, my name is Xavier, like X-Men, the professor Xavier. Oh. So uh, the people can use that name and sometimes they use it because they are sound, uh, easy to pronounce, you know? Okay. So, so you're connected with the X-Men, is that what you're telling me? Exactly. And I have a little... And you see I lost hair, so in any moment I'm going to transform in him. And also a very funny thing about my second name is they have 200 different meanings. So I have almost one meaning for every single day of the year. There you go. I didn't know that. You want to give me a couple of examples of what, what it means? Yes, exactly. One is related to the conversion, but in the point of view of the religion. When you transform one religion in another one, uh, another one is origin is a person that came from Saba, from the Bible, mm. uh, and that is the two most common meanings. Uh, mm. Also, the star. Okay. 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 So I I can tell, and I think people can tell already that you you like to learn things. I mean, you you're already making reference to to science, to uh, the stars, to astronomy, and I know that I'm I'm saying this because. Of course, I've read your bio and we have many, many chats together with the Mentor Project. So I know that you have so many interests. So I like 
to start this conversation from the beginning, which is you. Where, where, where you born and why you became who you are, which is a, a teacher, and, uh, and what motivates you to, to do this job? Okay, I'm, I'm born in Buenos Aires, almost 50 years old, years ago, more or less. Uh, I became a teacher because in one moment I started as a science teacher, as a hobby. Meanwhile, I was studying naval engineering. So in that moment, uh, because I have a lot of science involved, physics, math, chemistry, I started teaching that subject and I realized that gave me more pleasure to teach than follow the career, the, the engineering career. So I became a teacher and start uh, in a certain way, return to the society, all that the society gave me to us, gave me to me when I was following this career. Did, did you actually practice that career for a little bit and you realized it wasn't for you or it was you decided not even to, to go there? You, you decided to go to teaching right away? I have a little practice. I okay. work for seven for a pair of companies uh, on that area with the ships and everything. I love that, but I live in a country that all the time have economical crisis, have problems <laughs> with the money, and all that. So sometimes the industries are up, sometimes the industries up down, and I was in a situation where the, our industries were down. So I take very seriously this uh, teaching and I do it with very pleasure, uh, with a hard enthusiasm. And I decided to become full time to this. I love that. I love that. I, I feel like teaching is, is a vocation, right? I mean, it, you, I don't think you can force yourself to be a good teacher. I think you need to have it, to have it inside. And, uh, and I think you, that's, that's how you discover it. I mean, you, you get pleasure in, in, in educating the next generation. Yes, and apart from pleasure, you need vocation and also you need to challenge yourself because every single class is completely different. No matter that you have the same group of students, every single day is different because they could have good days, bad days, you could have it, and all these interactions transform completely your life. In certain way, also that your your students. I have many students that follow scientific careers after they had me and all the examples that I give you uh, with the technology, because I give examples uh, connected to uh, biology, history, math, science, um, uh, geology, glaciology. I don't know. In every single aspect, I could find a lot of examples that they realized that they needed and how they connect the different topics with yeah. things that happen in their real life. Yeah, sometimes when you're a kid, too much theory is not, it's not a good thing. I mean, I'm thinking the back at the time where I was a student, right? I mean, I, I enjoy a few subjects and I enjoy not so much other. But now that I look back, and I'm going to ask you about the things that, that you like when you were a student. But to, to, to wrap this, this thoughts is that I've always associated the things, the subject that I like with good teachers. Because I think when you are a kid, 
that can make the difference to create a passion into a subject or to make you hate it. For example, I don't like math. I think I'm not good at it, but I also, I'm sure I didn't have a good professor that made me love it. So what's your, what's your experience on that? Uh, do you remember when you were a kid? Like, is this why you like science so much? What make you like science so much? Well, uh, it's a very strange uh, situation in my case, because in third grade, I said to my teacher, you imagine I have 10 years old, no more than that. Eh? Mm -hmm. I said to my teacher, sorry, miss, we can see another topic because I remember to saw this topic last year and I'm born now <laughs> in the school. So you can imagine that situation for a kid of 10 years old. And then during the whole, the rest of my primary and high school, I do the less of the efforts. But in the last year of the secondary, I have a teacher that was working with metal, creating cars and all that. And he transmitted the passion for the physics and the chemistry and the math. And he gave me the tools that I use for understand that the world is managed in certain way by, by the, the hard science that they call it here in Argentina, mm -hmm. math, physics, and chemistry. And he explained why the car have that angle, why the cars use that materials in that part and not in another part, uh, why the steels, what are the combinations of the materials, you know, and all that it gave me, he opened my mind in certain ways. So I decided to start to study engineering because of them. That's beautiful. See, you, you need the, you need the, inspir the, the inspiration. You need somebody that makes you see things uh, with, with passion. And, um, and I think you're doing it right now. I mean, do you ever run into kids that don't want to learn what you're teaching them? How do you approach that? Well, I approach that uh, in different angles. Some of them, it's because of humor. All the time, take jokes and all that. Mm. Sometimes telling them that in every single things that they touch, they learn, they use, there are science involved. Even though with the small things like the cell phones, notebooks, you know, uh, the chalk or the markers that we use in the classroom, the paper, the chewing gum, in all that, they are chemistry and physics, and they cannot believe it because nowadays that everybody has the solution in the cell phone. Yes, mm -hmm. all the information is here. Yeah. No one tried to understand how it's made or how it's work. So when you explain that, it's that they you open a, a magic world. It's like when the kids enter for the first time in Disney. Say, you know, I compare in that way. For me, my Disney it's uh, Cape Canaveral. I'm sorry, okay, for the <laughs> audience, I love Disney, but this uh, Cape Canaveral is my Disney world, okay, my. Rocket land is a, it's all my world there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know I've seen uh, I've seen you with the with the NASA uh, uniform or you know like wearing something and how is that passion that came from? Because you're talking about touching things, being an engineer is about math is about all of that, and we know we bring that in space. But at least for me, I I don't understand uh, the math of space. Let's say. But I'm fascinated by everything that happened there. And I, I try to apply that in a more of a um, understanding the unknown, 
taking a little bit more philosophical. Why do we go back to the moon? Why we went to the moon? And maybe there are political reasons there as well. But but you are you fascinated into that aspect of the human exploration or or there is that engineer mind in in you when you look at that too? Unfortunately for you, Marco, in all the aspects. Because it's incredible that with one million of pieces, you can make a rocket with the so powerful that you can go to the moon and come back. Uh, if, if you think about that, uh, it's incredible, yes. And also, it's incredible how the, the, the challenge that the human being have in front, we try to solve all the time and try to build something that is incredible, no? If we think about in our parents, no? and they believe that all Europe is going to be one together, for them, it's impossible nowadays. They cannot believe it. When they have our age, or they were younger after the Second World War. So you now you have whole Europe all together try to conquer Mars and try to travel to Mars. Because the challenge is so big that we need all the, the global together Yes, all the global population with the technology, with the materials, with the knowledge, work together to try to obtain that main goals. And mm. that is for me that the meaning the space. It's so big, so immense, and so challenging that we need all be together behind that goal. Yeah. You know, it makes me think about the International Space Station and what that meant to collaborate there, to have different modules put together by different countries and the experience of people that go to space and they look at the at our planet and it's like, why are we even fighting with each other, right? Why can we not come together to resolve bigger problems, as, as you said? So th there is the team. I'm trying to make a connection here with one thing that I want to talk to you about. So when you put team together that work for a common goal, the best of them comes out. And, exactly. and I know that you like to do this with your students. So tell yes. me about that. I do it all the time. I found a fantastic way to do it that is called hackathon. I use it all the time with my students and I put all my students together, especially the first years of the secondary school, one, second and third, I put together mix by gender, age, and they have to solve a problem with all the things that they learn. But the problem that I give them, it's so hard that all of them have something to add into a solution of that problem. For example, I don't know, the third year could talk about or can explain a little bit about the radiation. Second year about electricity, third year about the sun and how it works and the temperatures and all that. So all them together have to solve some, some idea of sort of challenge for the space. Another group for the earth. But all that knowledge combined and they realize they can work together, no matter that they know each other or not. They work in that way. And all the time I try to use it. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And I I also would like to know why you decided to call it Hackathon, because we, we were talking about this before we started recording on how 
unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I, I work a lot with cybersecurity and I get really mad when I hear that hackers equal to the bad guys. And I like to define that very clearly that hacking is a good thing because you make something better, you break it apart. I always like to say, I don't know if you agree with this, but Galileo was a, was a hacker. He took a telescope. He didn't invent the telescope. He just made it better. And so exactly. that's that's the essence of hacking. And when you refer that and you give a bad name, in reality, that's being a criminal. So hacking is a good thing for me. And I want to know why, why you decided to use exactly that word, even if it's not refer necessarily to software and computer. You're talking about solving many other problem. Why did you choose that word? I chose that word because it's essential that you mentioned. Hacking means they have another complete meaning and it solves problems. So you solve problems, but not for a, but a good idea, but a bad idea or for a bad use. For a good use, like we mentioned before. So why are we not going to use the same word? And marathon, because it takes 24 hours, 48 hours, or 32 hours to solve that problem. And it's people that they are all together to try to find a good solution for a problem or a situation that they have in front of them. And in that time, they try to solve it and find a realistic solution and express the solution and share the solution with the rest of the humanity. You know, that is why I use the word hacking for this kind of event, because I use it in a way of finding a solution. Because, it's, as you mentioned before, you work with cyber security. What was the idea of the hackers? Find a solution for a, with a bad uh, ending. But here we use the word to find a solution, but for a good ending and be useful for the human beings, all the human beings. Yeah. And you, you already have a few of these events. I mean, you said that you, you put together a team in your classes, and I think it's a great idea because kids wants to be challenged and, and work in team. And I have great memory for when I was a student to, to, to do like team versus team and competing. So I was lucky enough. I had a teacher that will make us do that. So you, you have that, but you also, I know that with the mentor project, and I want to know how you got involved with the mentor project as well. You've already organized something that is a hackathon that is much bigger than just in, in the class. So can you tell me about your relationship with the mentor project and what are the hackathon that, that you have been organizing there? What is now the third year, if I'm not wrong? Yes, three, three events, three or four events not already. Well, my relationship with the, uh, with the mentor project starts uh, like uh, two years ago during the pandemic because uh, I received an email uh, about a competition to create a, a rover for race around on the moon. That was Moonmark that ran that event. And uh, because I am a little fan of the space, I obtained that a group of students follow me in the idea. And during four weeks in the middle of the pandemic, we work Saturdays, Sundays, very late at night, very hard in the school, out of the school uh, in this project. 
and the kids run in one of the categories. Yes, one in one of the categories that it was use of public media because my students are more related to that area than the science area. Yes, but at the end of the event and in all that process, I receive a newsletter for Moonmark and appear the world of the mentor project, you know, the, the banner. So I said, mm, interesting. Why am I not going to go and pop up in and see what is going on? So I do that. I enter there. They call my attention because I believe that all the time that I started as a teacher, I said before, I gave to the society what the society gave me to me. So I decided to become a, a, a mentor. So I have a, some interviews. And they said, okay, you are in. I have the big pleasure of being one of the Latin American mentors that they are in the project. Yes. And I one of the one of the Argentina. So it's a big pleasure for me to be on this uh, big project. And in one moment, they told me if I had a project to run with them. And I said, yes, I have one that I like it to do it. And it was a hackathon, but with kids from different countries. And uh, the transformation of this is because it's not city against city or country against country that they are all the hackathon and they are all around the world. In this case, in this case, the kids are mixed up and they have to deal with time zone, languages, ages, gender, you know, and they have to work together and solve a problem. So they realize they can work together with kids from different parts of the world. They don't see each other never in their life before. And they have to solve and work together. And until now, the experience is great. Don't have any idea how they, they how they work, how the mentors are involved, and how they appreciate all the efforts that the mentors and the churches made for them. And if I have time, I want to explain a little more about this. Yeah, please. Because it's fantastic. Because all the time when we want to involve kids in a project, what we think about the prices, you know, what we're going to give them. What about a computer, an iPhone, um, uh, programs, I don't know, IT equipment. You know what? They were happy with an interview with the mentors and a certificate because they saw the view of the mentors and they cannot believe that these people give them their free time a weekend to work with them. Wow. That's that's a big lesson in how I'm just thinking like how we we want to and by we I talk about humanity, you know, become very materialistic and consumism and always have to be, like you said, a money prize or an object or something big to motivate people. But the truth is that kids, which are very open-minded because they're not corrupt maybe by the system yet i'm being a little polemic here that's all they want they want that human relationship 
and and they're so open to work with each other. And another big lesson here, without worrying about race, age, sex, um, anything, not even age, because if I if I understand, you have different age uh, kids yes. that work with each other. For example, I have kids from 12 years old to 18 working in the same team with different countries. Well, that's, that's amazing because when you're 12 and you look at somebody that is 13, you think it's way older than you. So how do they work together? Like, do, do the older one try to take the lead or do you have some stories on how We have works? some stories about that and one is very funny. Yeah. Uh, one girl of that moment, 14 years old, and they have in the group... She was the youngest on the group. She persuaded all the others that the, her idea was the best. And they, they ran her idea at the end. So sometimes it's not so important the age. It's in the way that you mention your idea and how are you ready to fight for your idea and your thought and how you can convince the rest that your idea is the best. I love it. So this is a good example of how we never have to give up and continue fighting for our ideas. Mm. Yep, no, no, matter, no matter what. Now, can you give me some of the, some example of the topics that they, the challenges that they've been facing in the past competition, and then maybe we can look into what I know there is one coming up. Yes. Uh, during the last competition, we made mask, one related to masks and how they fix and everything because it was a topic of the last two years. But also we have categories in space, cybersecurity, uh, about um, health, um, about um, communication, law that involves certain areas. No? But one topic that I want to mention is the capability of the our younger kids have to learn. One, one kid learned Python in one weekend. <laughs> That's incredible. Because they want to he, he enroll in cybersecurity and they have an idea and he only learned uh, he only have learned C++. Uh, C++. <laughs> but with Python, they tell the, the mentor it's going to be easier to run the idea. And he said, I don't have any idea about this. Okay, I'm going to teach it. And one weekend, he learned Python. Wow. That, does, so, that tells you a lot. I hope that he gets hired really soon by some <laughs> cybersecurity company right there. You need people like that. And there is a lot of smart people out there. Exactly. Um, the problem is that sometimes they don't find the place where they go and find and be together with people of they have the same interest, you know, because we look for the smart guy, the most wonderful guy, the poor man, but they are nurse in certain way, not in a specific way. Uh, they, it's hard for them to find a place where they feel uh, together or they have the same um, worries, you know, like mm. the space with the debris or health with the strokes. 
or the mask. Uh, and all these people have this, all the kids that they have all these influences. Sometimes they don't find the place. So I believe that this kind of hackathons is the ideal place for them. And they have the opportunity also to contact with kids of the same age from different parts of the world. And they realize that they have the same interests, you know? And they have the same worries. And sometimes they listen to the same music. Oh, talking about music and how that it's a common language, that's that's for sure. Exactly. Tell me, tell me what what makes the the winner team the winning team? What I mean is how how does how do the judges base their judgment on what? Is it just the idea, the solution, or is the way that the team works together? The what makes a good team? That's what I'm trying. You, you don't 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 give away the way we judge, otherwise the, the kids are gonna hack that too. <laughs> no, no, just... no. But uh, the 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 hackathon that we made with the Meton project is in two steps. Okay. In the first week weekend they found a solution, they submit a video. The second weekend, they receive a feedback from the judges and they have one weekend to adjust the video if they want or not, okay, or the presentation about the comment of the judges. And during that week, they continue working in the solution, you know? And so they receive a feedback after that, they hand in the second, the second time, and with that, they receive a week after the, uh, the winning. Yes, but we evaluate the presentation, the solution, the way that they present the presentation, the timing, because we give them some time to do it, uh, you know, and all this is evaluated and put all together for obtaining uh, the solution. So but it's we will write in two, in two, twice, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the, tw the twice are considered in the final mark. Got it. So it's also about how they receive, in a way. yeah, they, and they implement the advice that come from, from, exactly. the, from the mentor as well. That's very cool. Now, I, I know that there is one coming up. You you mentioned that. Um, I, I don't know if it's too early to unveil what the topics are going to be or when it's going to be, but anything that you want to mention about that one, um, you're more than welcome uh, to do so. Thank you very much, Marco. Yes, there are one that is going to come very soon. The idea is to run in October because after that they finish the summer holidays and all the schools is moving again, and in general, it's three weeks, three weekends in October, because the, the first one is one that they work. The second one, they have to rebuild or reform the, the presentation, and the third one is going to be the, the, the award celebration, yes? But um, the, the categories, we have some categories, but we evaluate every single year to change and adjust what it's needed for a real moment because we evaluate in real time. 
like I mentioned before, we made one with mask because it was the topic of that year, but all the time we have space, we have uh, health, we have common uh, cities, you know, arrangement, uh, problems related to, to the cities all the time. Uh, and also we are open from different categories. But the idea is that you can, you bring your own problem on that categories. Because in many occasions, we don't give them a challenge to solve. We just put together about the categories. And sometimes not give them a challenge. And sometimes they say, okay, the challenge that you propose us, I don't like it very much. I can use another one? Yes. And they use another one. So in, in this way, you, you're empowering the kids to work on something that is very relevant to them instead of forcing them to work on something that you may think it's what they need to work on but maybe they maybe we don't know the kids as much as we we want to exactly that is the idea to give them a free yes free idea of think about their challenge or their problems that they are worried about and on that, build their own solutions. Of course, they have to follow the, the rules about the presentation, about what is going to be charges, the timing, and all that. But they are not going to be disqualified if they bring their own problem. And the idea is that they they came and they could came and participate. Yes, can participate. But the idea is not that they came with a team, because the idea is to be involved with kids from different parts of the world, you know, to solve the, the, the idea mm. or the problem. Yep. So I have two questions for you. One, you mentioned the fact that you become a, a teacher and, and then you also become, you join the mentor project. And I'm curious, and I've asked this to other people in, in the past from the Mentor Project. In your opinion, what, what is the difference between being a teacher and being a mentor? I believe that they are not a difference. But the difference is very suitable. Why? In my point of view. Because you could be, I could be a teacher. I can give delivering now a lesson to you about the Zoom. And you are thinking about, oh, when is going to end up this class because this is very boring, you know, and I want to escape as soon as possible. Or uh, you can make it so funny, the class, or so uh, powerful that the class, that everybody is going to be connected and they want to continue with the class to you. No matter is the end of the, the bell run, the... You know, you know, it's the break time and you want to continue with that. I believe that that is the difference between a mentor and a teacher. Hmm. I, I like In my that. case, I believe that with some kids, I become a mentor. And with some kids, kids I am like a teacher. <laughs> so you'll know when the bell rings, the one that run away immediately, you're, you're the teacher. The one they're exactly. going to, they want to stay and ask you questions after advice maybe you know they they're not running away 
that those are probably the one for which you are a mentor. You're you're striking the right chords. It, exactly. For example, uh, two weeks ago, more or less, or one month ago, yes, two weeks ago, three weeks, we have an eclipse, a lunar eclipse here in Argentina. And I have the brilliant idea to ask to the school permission for stay with the kids during that night and the day after, day after they have normal classes. They bring the, the dinner. They bring the breakfast. The, all the material for the school. The uniform. Because I work in a private school and they have uniform here in Argentina. Mm -hmm. All together in the school. They change the whole day. They continue studying during the whole day and they were happy because of the experience. So that. for that group of students, I feel that I become a mentor, not a teacher. You know? And I give them the invitation of 40 kids and the 40 kids I have almost 35 involved in the project. Wow. That's incredible. So that is what I believe that become a good teacher or a mentor and a teacher, you know? That's that's a really, really good example that the one that you brought in. Um, I really like it. And then let's do one more question then as we as we wrap our conversation here, which is uh, more personal about your own personal experience, which is what does inspire you? Do you have mentors in your life? Have you had mentors apart from the teachers that you mentioned before but like something or someone that inspire you and it could be a book a personality that you never met or maybe someone that you know personally i mean very why what what, what and who inspire you the most to do to be the best that you can be well that is a very good question because i never do it myself <laughs> that's why i ask it <laughs> yes uh, and I have to tell you that sometimes or person that I cross in my life, you know, but this person that give you the words that you need in the moment that you need it, but you never have the opportunity to see again. Sometimes. In another case, there are books. And you say, wow, like the like Machiavello, for example or the art of war, for example. Mm -hmm. But because in a way that you need to think about the problems. You know, that, that was they give me that two books. The way in I think the problems and the solutions and try to see in every difficulty an opportunity. Hmm. So you, you like those books or conversation that leave you thinking, that gives you the the spark to think in a, in a different way or maybe think more that doesn't like just end the book, but it lives with an open end that it's up to you to, to reflect I, on what you did. Exactly. Uh, I learn more from the books than let me an open ending. And I need to think about that. And also I enjoy very much the conversations with anybody that can learn something. No matter what, no matter it's about surgery, it's about meteorology, whatever. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of conversation. When the conversation is useless, you know, like, okay, we're talking about the weather and uh, today is cold, there is sunny, 
it's very hot, you know, and all the time he's talking about that. It's like uh, uh, I I try to escape from that conversation. You yes. know, it's like my mind traveling in another dimension in another <laughs> part of the world, you know, but in all the conversation that can they call my attention or trap my attention, yes. I stay there as a, as a mosquito. <laughs> I I, lo I love that example. Well, I, I agree with you. And I'm going to finish our conversation by saying that I, I learn from every single podcast that I do because I, I always try to invite very smart and inspiring people. And I love to be the, the less smart and knowledgeable person in the room because it's the only way that I can get better, right? If I'm going to go play a sport, I want to play with the better person, the better <laughs> athlete than me, so I can actually improve who I am. I don't need to be, I don't want to be the best because that's a waste of time. So for that, I cherish the conversation that I have, the mentor project, which let's be honest, for me, it's an honor to be there with so many bright and smart people with a lot of experience in different fields. And I'm glad that through that, I got to meet you so we can have our own conversations and and I will get to participate as a, as a judge into the next Akaton as well. So I want to thank you for your time. I've, I've learned a lot. So for me, mentoring, it's... Uh, a good conversation, I agree with you, can be a really good mentoring experience and, and be a mentee at the same time. No, yes, and all the time we have not to lose that spirit to be a mentor and a mentee because sometimes we learn more from our mentees that they can learn for us. It's a and I learned with the years. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, which is a very important lesson, which is we can be we can be teacher and at the same time learn a lot from our students and uh, and become better at what what we do. I think that's that's the message for for a lot of people listening right now, and for everyone listening, if they want to learn more about the mentor project, about Javier, about the upcoming hackathon, um, there'll be notes on the podcast and uh, all the way that you can get in touch with Javier on social media and whatever resources you want to share with us, Javier, from books that you like to links to what else you do uh, with all your passion, feel free to, to do so. So, Javier, thank you so much and I'm sure I'll have you back as a guest uh, many other times. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you very much, Marco. Thank you very much, all the audience, for hearing me. And I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Blue Lava is the first business platform for CISOs to manage their security program. Blue Lava guides security leaders to effectively measure, optimize, and communicate their security program with confidence and ease in one platform. Learn more at bluelava.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Audio Signals. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. 
We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society, and some even beyond that.